Hey everyone, all of these stories are very dark and disturbing, as the title says. The first two stories mention sexual assault, with the last one mentioning murder. If you have your own dark and disturbing story that you'd like to share, or any other kind of story, you can send it at southerncannibal.com. Please be respectful in the comments, as these stories are very dark, and I know it wasn't easy for the victims to send them. All that being said, let's get started, and remember, to always, stay hungry. When I was 16, I had a boyfriend who was 24. He lived a street away from me and he would come into the charity store that I volunteered at part-time. He was friendly at first, before gradually becoming flirty, and I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. He had asked me on a date after chatting with me for about three months, and I accepted. I knew that I couldn't tell my parents. I reasoned in my young mind that they just wouldn't understand, and that me and this guy were Romeo and Juliet. I know it's cringy, but it's how I felt at that age. I'll call this guy Greg. Greg had took me to an American-style diner that served both American and Italian food. I had never been on a date before, and I felt so grown up. The place wasn't posh by any means, but still, I felt so grown up and cool. I had a boyfriend when I was 14, my age obviously, and we never went on a date or anything. My friends who had boyfriends would just go to the movies or go to Taco Bell and Starbucks. I just felt so cool being with someone older, and Greg made me feel wise beyond my years. I cringe so much typing all of this up now, but at the time I was just so naive and susceptible to his bullshit. The age of consent in my country is 16, but I don't know if that means Greg was legally fine in dating me. Either way, he was only with me because he wanted someone young to use and he knew I'd be naive and no woman his own age would ever want him. I can only see that now as an adult myself. He asked me to be his girlfriend that night on our first date, and I of course said yes. Greg told me I was so mature for my age and not like any of the other girls. You know, all the usual bullshit these types of predators spout. He also told me not to tell anyone about us because they wouldn't understand, and when I told him I already knew that, he told me that was a sign we were soulmates. I again ate it up. Greg told me he was a businessman, which I blindly believed. Turned out his business was just him being a drug dealer and in a gang. He didn't really seem like the type because his appearance wasn't scruffy, but he told me everything when we known each other for about four months. I felt like I was falling in love with him at this point though, and I told myself I could change him and I could make him abandon that life for the straight and narrow. He drove a fancy car, and he had his own place, and he wore nice watches and clothes. I just thought he was so cool, and I really idolized him in my head. Greg knew I was a virgin, and he didn't exactly pressure me into anything, but he'd make some weird comments that flew over my head at the time. We'd talk on the phone late at night sometimes, even on my school nights. Sometimes he'd make comments about how it's so hard being with a virgin because he has to get himself off. I used to feel guilty when he said that, but I didn't realize he was being weird and telling me that. He 
He would also complain that sometimes he wanted me, and he felt like he couldn't have me fully, which also made me feel weird. A few times he literally quizzed me about sex, and the illusion broke, and I felt like I was a child being interrogated by an adult. He asked me if I knew how to do it, which I obviously did, and he asked me how long I'd make him wait. I felt really embarrassed, and he saw it, because he then started telling me that he loved me, and that he'd wait forever for me if he had to. Looking back, I guess he pressured me in some more subtle ways instead of outright demanding that I have sex with him. After knowing him for six months, I told my parents I was having a sleepover at my friend's house. I slept over there lots of times, so they weren't suspicious. The truth was that I was going to stay overnight at Greg's, and I knew what would happen. I guess deep down, I knew something was wrong, because I couldn't relax. As soon as I arrived, Greg just started kissing me, and he didn't even greet me with words. Literally, as soon as he opened the door, he pulled me inside and started making out with me. He didn't pull away, and he looked at me as he undressed me. He didn't talk to me at all. I wanted it to be special, but he didn't bother with that. Like I said, he barely even looked at me. He just pulled my clothes off too quickly as he led me to his room. I felt really vulnerable and exposed because he was fully clothed. I kept thinking that I didn't know what to do with my hands. I had them awkwardly on his back. I clearly wasn't ready for this. I couldn't even undress him because I felt awkward and it was happening so fast. He told me to go lie down, but he wasn't even looking at me. I did what he said, and he took his clothes off. I thought he would slow down now, but he didn't. He just got on me again, not even looking at me, and tried to go right to the main event. I'm really sorry if this is a bit TMI, but he really couldn't do it at first because I felt uncomfortable. I don't feel like he raped me, but I felt upset because it wasn't going how I wanted it to. I just wanted to feel like he cared about what we were doing, and I didn't feel that way at all. He kept sighing in irritation because he couldn't do it, and I started crying, which made me feel even more stupid. He then stopped, and it was like something shifted in his brain, and he suddenly became all caring all of a sudden. I told him that he was going too fast, and he said he was sorry, that he just loved me and he couldn't wait to do this with me. He was totally full of shit, but I accepted this, and I just asked him to be slower. He said he would, and he then kissed me for a few minutes before trying again. It worked, but it didn't feel good. He didn't seem to care about how I felt, but I figured something was just wrong with me. Greg wasn't fat or even extremely muscular, but he suddenly felt too heavy. Deep down, I just knew something was wrong about my relationship with him, and I think that's why I felt that way. He told me to go use the bathroom afterwards, which I did, and when I came back, he was on the phone. I felt used, but I didn't want to cause any drama or seem immature, so I just laid next to him and tried to cuddle him, but he felt stiff and didn't reciprocate. He moved his arms so I couldn't see his phone, and I just felt like crying. I felt really pathetic and needy. I thought I'd feel like a grown-up, but I just felt like shit. We laid there in silence for literally 30 minutes. I was hungry, and I had asked Greg if we could get food, and he actually told me no. 
In my head, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? It was at this point when he actually bothered to hug me, and he said he had a great time, and I apparently did so well. This made me cringe, and I didn't even bother saying it felt shit for me. A few more minutes had passed, and Greg just rambled on. When I had heard the front door open and shut, and then several footsteps enter the house. I froze, and I just stared at Greg, who was seemingly ignoring it. He kept talking, and I interrupted to tell him that someone just broke in. I tried to get up, but Greg pulled me into him, and he said it was fine. The next thing I know, four guys barge into Greg's room. My blood ran cold. My heart literally sunk into my ass, and I felt like I was going to die. Greg greeted the men as if nothing weird was going on. Meanwhile, I'm vulnerable as hell trying to make sure I'm fully covered from four grown-ass men. I had a terrible feeling in my stomach, and I was starting to feel like I would have a panic attack. My worst fear was real, as one of the men then asked, Is this her then? As then Greg then replied, yeah, before getting out of the bed still naked and unfazed. I can't say what happened next, only that one of the men took Greg's place. I kept asking Greg what the hell was going on, but he left the fucking room as the other guys were just staring at me with the most horrifying look on their faces. I felt like I was going to die. The guy then began to assault me. I couldn't shut my eyes. I couldn't move. I just stared at the corner of the ceiling and I felt sick. I ended up turning my head to the side and throwing up all over myself and then the guy jumped off me then screaming. All of the other guys were shouting too, but I couldn't make anything out. I was just glad that he wasn't hurting me anymore. Greg then suddenly appeared again and then said, Jeez, what the hell? I couldn't even look at him. I was just shaking and staring at the puke next to me. I was paralyzed in fear. I was aware of Greg grabbing me and telling me to go shower, and I heard him say something like, I don't know what's got into her. I'm sorry. Greg had a single shower that you could sit on the floor in, and I ended up doing that. I was sat in there for like 30 minutes, just sitting and sobbing quietly. The betrayal I felt was truly indescribable. I was scared to leave in case they ambushed me, but I was scared to jump out of the window without any clothes. I grabbed a towel and wrapped it around myself, so it ended up soaked with me. Greg came in and I was afraid but he was alone and he switched the shower off. He was now dressed and he acted like nothing was wrong. He was silent. I think waiting for my reaction, but I just stayed huddled in the corner of the shower. He then finally held out his hand, which I ignored. He had the nerve to ask me what was wrong. I was speechless and I couldn't face him. I didn't want to cry in front of him. After what I'd been through, I felt like a different person in that moment. I wasn't so sensitive. I felt like something in my soul had hardened and I was numb. He turned away and he told me to get dressed. He went and got my clothes for me. I waited a long time before I dared to move. When I came out, the guys were gone and Greg was in the living room on his phone. When he saw me, he said it might be best for me to go back home since I'm not feeling well. He said that I must be coming down with a bug. I didn't even say anything. I just grabbed my overnight bag and phone and ran out into the street. 
I didn't stop running until I got right to my front door. I was scared to go inside in case my parents quizzed me. My head was a mess, and I just knew I had to look as horrendous as I felt. Turns out my parents were out. I looked at my phone and they had sent me a message, but I barely read it. I just went upstairs and the night was a blur. I remember throwing my clothes in a black bin bag and throwing it in the back of my wardrobe. I just sat in the bath for a really long time. I laid in bed and couldn't sleep. I replied to my parents' message with some bullshit excuse about having an upset stomach and I said I was home from my friend's place. They bought the story and they left me alone without asking me too many questions when they got back. Greg had texted me at some point. I saw him the next day. He asked how I was doing, but I ignored him. Monday came around and I was off from school. Greg tried calling, but I didn't answer. I had volunteered on Tuesdays and Fridays, but I couldn't face going in there. I felt like everyone would know something was wrong with me. I couldn't understand why Greg and those guys did what they did. It really terrified me to know that a bunch of dudes could meet each other up and then plan to rape a young girl and all of them are fine with it. It blows my mind. I remember that Greg had showed up at my house when my parents were at work. I answered the door and he was immediately being all loving and pulling me into a hug. I shoved him so hard that he almost fell off my front step. He smiled at me and he then said in a really condescending voice, now, now, there's no need for that. I felt like a kid being scolded, and honestly, that's exactly what I was, just a kid. Greg then told me that he needed to talk to me, and I know it might not make any sense to anyone, but I had to hear what he had to say. I was afraid of him, but I was heartbroken too, and just incredibly confused. I didn't let him in, he just stood at my door. He told me it was part of gang culture to show your girls to your fellows. This only made me feel worse. He was seriously trying to justify him setting me up to be abused by a group of his friends. It repulsed me. I told him I had to go and I was about to shut my door when he then jammed his foot to stop me. He had a serious look on his face and he told me threateningly, don't go crying or anything to anyone. I knew what he was trying to tell me. I told him that I had to go, and he moved his foot, and he held out his arms for a hug. I hugged him, and he then grabbed me and kissed me. I just wanted him to leave, and being touched by him made me feel scared. Greg kept texting me, but I didn't reply much. Whenever I did, I was very short and dry with him. He then called me one day, and I answered. He asked me if I'd enjoyed our night together, and I told him it hurt and didn't feel very good. He told me that it was normal to be painful and that I just had to get used to it. I told him that I couldn't move past what his friends did and how he allowed it. He told me that it wasn't a big deal and that he didn't tell me beforehand as to not frighten me. I ended up telling him that I was hurt because my first time wasn't special. He was too rough and he let his friend assault me and he was fine with his other friends doing it. He didn't care. I could hear my voice cracking as I said everything and all I could say was that I was acting juvenile. He told me that he thought I was more mature, but he was wrong, and that sex isn't a big deal and it would be better the next time. I didn't know what to say, so I just made an excuse to go and I hung up. 
The thought of talking to him further just made me feel sick. My head was still in a mess. I was really scared because the guy who assaulted me didn't use a condom, and I was way too scared to buy a pregnancy test. Thank God my period came that month, and I never ended up pregnant. I know that I should have gotten tested for STDs, but like I said, my head was a mess and I didn't know what to do. I was just so ashamed and embarrassed. I felt like I had no one to talk to because I didn't want anyone to know. I felt tainted and like I'd never be okay ever again. I couldn't trust anyone anymore, and I really hated myself for letting it happen. I tried telling myself that Greg was right, and it wasn't a big deal, but I knew in my heart that wasn't true. After two weeks passed, Greg broke up with me over text. I felt really numb at school. All of my friends seemed so distant. I felt like I was always somewhere else, unreachable. I kept volunteering, and Greg never came back. My colleagues never noticed that he wasn't coming in anymore. I didn't tell anyone what happened until I was 22. I told my big sister, who's also a best friend to me. She was at university during all of this, so she missed it. She helped me find the courage to tell my parents, who were devastated. With the support of my family, I started therapy. I'm now 26. And I'm not saying I'm over it, but I know now that it wasn't my fault. I know others might blame me, but I was a young girl. I don't think that I deserve to be sexually abused no matter what I did or how naive I was, because no one deserves that. I want young girls to know that older men who make them feel special are predators, that women their own age don't want them because they're gross. They're only going after you because they view you as easy to manipulate. It isn't your fault. The world isn't sunshine and rainbows. But when you're a kid, that illusion shouldn't be broken the way it was for me. Greg would be in his 30s now, but whenever I Google him, nothing comes up. I have no proof of what he did to me. I know nothing about the man who was able to rape me before I threw up. I also have no idea who the other guys waiting to hurt me are or where they could be now. I regret not going to the police. But it's too late now. I really pray Greg has never done this to another girl, but I know that him and those other men probably have. Maybe someday I'll try and go to the police, but for now I'm just trying to move forward in my life. I have a hard time trusting people for obvious reasons, especially men, but I'm slowly getting better. Although my story might be more depressing than it is scary, I really hope it can serve as a warning for others to get out of the situation if you find yourself falling for a grown man's charms when you're underage. I'm telling you, nothing good will ever come of it. I'm a 27-year-old woman from Pennsylvania. The story takes place almost 10 years ago when I was 18 years old. I have never shared this with anyone besides several different therapists attempting to deal with the ongoing trauma. A little backstory. When I was a child growing up, my family was very close. My parents are divorced and I have four uncles on my dad's side. I was always particularly close with my uncle Kyle who's 13 years older than me. He was a teenager when I was a child so I always looked up to him and I thought he was so cool. 
Whenever our family would get together, I would always want to sit next to him and be in his business and hang out with him. To him, I was just his annoying little niece. I would always be jealous when he would bring a different girlfriend over because I wanted his attention. Eventually, he did end up getting one of his girlfriends pregnant and having a baby girl that he named Kylie after himself. Narcissist alert. I know this might sound a little strange, but unfortunately my dad didn't give me a lot of attention growing up, so I was really craving that attention from any type of male figure that I could find. For some reason, I had latched onto my Uncle Kyle. Keep in mind, I'm a child at this point, maybe between the ages of 8 to 10, so this is completely innocent. As I got older, things started to change between us. When I became a teenager, I started to notice him giving me a little more attention, smiling at me more, and looking at me up and down and teasing me. And it made me feel good that the cool kid I had always admired was now the one chasing after my attention. But it also felt strange, like there was some kind of weird tension between us that I couldn't quite put my finger on. Kyle went to jail for a few years due to his involvement with drugs, and I didn't see him for a long time. When he came out, he had nowhere to go, so he moved in with my dad and he was crashing on the couch. I was also living in my dad's house at the time. I had just turned 18 and had graduated high school. I was happy he moved in, and it was really cool to be able to hang out with him again. But before long, I noticed he was acting very different towards me than ever before. He started to tease me like I remembered he would tease his girlfriends about my height, my clothes, my hair, etc. He would message me on Facebook late at night while I was in the other room, and he kept asking me to have movie nights with him. One night I was home with nothing else to do, so I agreed. We had put on a horror movie, and my dad and stepmom had sat down to watch it with us. About halfway through the movie, my dad and stepmom had went to bed, leaving Kyle and I in the living room all alone in the dark. Before long, he had his arm all around me. This made me feel a little uncomfortable, but it wasn't a huge deal to me. He was my uncle after all, and even though he acted different towards me, I did think his behavior towards me was a little odd lately, and I never thought it would ever escalate to what was about to happen next. He looked at me, and I looked at him, and then he kissed me. A hundred thousand thoughts and questions were running through my head, and before I knew it, he had been kissing me for like 30 seconds. He was now on top of me, touching my breasts and trying to undo my bra, and I wasn't doing anything about it. I started to push him off me, and I said to him, Don't you think this is wrong? He then responded back to me with, It's a little weird, but it's okay. I was scared and almost paralyzed by shock and disgust. I didn't know what else to say, so I just told him. I'm on my period. I can't go any further. He led me up, and I then ran down the stairs and jumped onto my bed. I was in shock, so I just stared at the wall. I then heard him come down the stairs, and he climbed into the bed with me and tried to cuddle with me. And he then asked me, Are you mad at me? Was he fucking serious? I just told him I was really tired, hoping he would go away and he did. He went back upstairs to the couch. That was the last conversation I ever had with them. I stared at the wall all night long. I was disgusted with myself, and I blamed myself. 
I told myself I shouldn't have been so nice to him. He probably mistook it for flirting. Then I probably let him on. This is completely my fault. Then my thoughts got darker. I would look in the mirror and almost throw up. I said to myself, You made out with your uncle, you sick, disgusting piece of crap. I fell into a deep depression. I lost my job, my car got repossessed, I cut off all of my hair, and I started smoking weed and cigarettes and stealing alcohol. Anything to get my mind off of what happened. It had haunted me every day, but I never told anyone because I was so ashamed. It took me a long time to realize that that was all a trauma response. It was not my fault. I never flirted with him. I had a close relationship to my uncle, and it's not my fault that he perceived that relationship as sexual. He's a sick man. That strange tension that I was feeling before turned out to be sexual tension coming from him. That's wrong. He groomed me and he made me feel safe, and then he pounced on me. He took away so many years of peace. What makes it worse is after I moved out of my dad's house, I ended up eventually telling my dad what happened. Now, my dad was molested as a child himself, so I thought of all people who would understand this type of trauma, it would have been him. I was wrong. He allowed Kyle to continue living in his house and sleeping on his couch for years after I told him. I told my dad, He sleeps on your couch, he has no job, he steals from you and he sexually assaulted your daughter, and you still say nothing and allow him to do this? He just says, It's in the past. What do you want me to do? So yeah, I've been completely on my own dealing with this for a long time. My dad also still invites him to every family function and holiday, and he then wonders why I never attend anything. I've gone to many different therapists, taking many different medications to deal with the event that happened, and I deal with the broken relationship I now have with my cold-hearted father. The only thing that has truly helped me is the time that's gone by. I can confidently say that today, I'm okay. I made it through. That doesn't mean I don't still think about it every day, but I no longer blame myself. That's the most important thing. To most of you, this is probably not a horrifying story, and yeah, it could have been worse, but this is the most traumatic thing that has ever happened to me, and it will continue to haunt me until the day I die. Kyle is now facing charges for making sexual advances at his current girlfriend's 12-year-old daughter. His girlfriend is taking his side, calling her own daughter a liar. He will never change, and I hope he rots in jail. And if they ever call me up and ask me to testify, I will tell the story to a jury. Thank you all for taking the time to listen. And please, everyone, stay safe and always listen to your gut. I'm an EMT. My partner and I got paired up by chance being complete strangers but became fast friends. Being EMTs in a major city, we're no strangers to situations that are hostile or outright bizarre, but this gave me a chill deep in my bones. We work in private EMS, but our truck is contracted to the city to only respond to 911 calls. We were sitting at our post one night at one of the police precincts. We park the truck in the back of the lot by some bushes and trees so we stay out of everyone's way. At the end of the lot, a neighborhood street dead ends just before the lot begins being separated by the bushes. 
Being a major city, we hear multiple calls a day going out for shootings, stabbings, and assaults, and more. Over the past few nights, I pronounced a few of the victims myself. This particular night, we were sitting at post, and I noticed something out of the corner of my eye. I turned to see a seemingly homeless man staring at us through the bushes. Being an EMT, I rolled down the window to ask if he was okay. He said nothing, and I asked again a little louder if he needed help, but nothing. He just disappeared into the bushes. Well, a few moments later, we received a call for a stabbing at a house on the street that dead ends at our post. A house directly behind where we saw the guy in the bushes. We arrived on the scene to find a patient stabbed to death in the house. We did our thing, and then confirmed the time of death. As we were pulling off, I had just remembered the man that we had just saw. We stopped and got out to tell the primary police unit, and gave them the description. As far as I know, he was never caught. Hey everyone, that's about it for today's stories. If you have your own story that you would like to send, you can send it in at southerncannibal.com or you can email it at southerncannibalstories at gmail.com. I look forward to telling your story. Have a good night or good day, everyone. And remember, to always, stay.